What's up, guys? I am 89.867% sure we're live over here on my YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty high. I'm confident. Yeah, I see what you did there, though. I'm confident in it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got we got a heck of a program today for everybody. Um, as you guys can see, uh, to my left, your right, we are joined today by uh, the Deadside Community Manager, Loaf. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Hello, it's everybody. Going. It's Monday, Loaf. but, the, but the worst part of it's over. I feel like yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> yeah. blue how are you doing man good good just enjoying life enjoying life nice well as uh you guys can probably see below me uh for topics today we're gonna chat with uh with low for a little bit about dead side probably get into some history present and as well as what most folks are probably interested in the future of the game and where it's headed and stuff like that um if you aren't familiar with the game i suggest you stick around um, we'll talk about it. We'll play some clips in the background, some gameplay and stuff. Uh, off the top of my head, I would have to say it's definitely like the probably the most pretty, like the coolest looking survival game out there. I, I love the graphics and the vibe and the feel of it. And uh, I've had I've had some fun times in Deadside. So we're going to talk uh, to him about that. And then later on, we'll get into some of the Division 3 stuff. I know it's really early, but that's kind of what we do here is we talk about shit way too, way too early. But I mean, what's... What's the fun in not doing that? And then we're going to talk a little bit about boundary and then whatever comes up as we go along. So that's 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 the story. If you guys want to uh, check out Loaf's content, uh, links to the Deadside Twitter, which he runs, is in the description or the show notes, as well as his YouTube channel. Uh, that link is in the description and the show notes, wherever you're listening and or watching. Check it out and follow along with what Loaf's up to. We're going to find out yeah. live. All right, Blue, kick us off, man. Where are we going? Where are we headed? All right. All right. First of all, vehicles won. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, right at it. Just right at it. No, I mean, I mean, what, uh, because I know you guys have been working on a lot lately. But first, I guess before we get into all that, uh, explain your role right now, okay. currently, what you've done for the game mm -hmm. and what you, how long you've been playing the game as well, too, because you weren't always a community manager, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So I played the game, I think, a week after release three years ago. I think a little over close to four now. It's insane. Was it 2018 when it released, something like that? Uh, 2020. But, uh, 2020? Uh, what was 2020? I'm thinking another game. <laughs> I mean, do you want the full story of like the YouTube start or just. Uh... <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, because like, so you, got you originally started, yeah, playing yeah. this game on your YouTube channel. This is like, your, was this your first ever youtube game or youtube channel that you did or uh first i was like one under this name yeah i've, I've had other YouTube okay in the past, but uh not really focused on gaming content actually surprisingly but yeah i uh i was just playing this game with a few random people i met in the dead side server i played on which in of itself is kind of a interesting thing that you can meet people so easily in this game that's something i really enjoyed about it but mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just playing, messing around, and they suggested I should, because I record videos anyways, just for fun. They're like, hey, you should make a a video on the game. And I ended up putting it on the Deadside Reddit, and it did surprisingly well. So I just kept making YouTube content. Um, but I've also always been interested in game development, game design, that sort of thing. So I started making videos talking about the problems that the game has, uh, ideas I have for the game. Uh, just general criticisms, right? And 
I kept doing that for a while, basically through COVID, because I had nothing better to do, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it was fun. I had a good time. And eventually, uh, I forget exactly when, I think, I don't remember if it's in 21 or 22, because my memory's not great on this sort of thing, but Bedside got picked up by Tiny Build. Uh, and when that happened, they're looking to hire a lot more people. And they saw my videos, they saw the criticisms I have for the game, and they're like, hey, we should get this guy to come in and work on some stuff. So I didn't start out as a community manager, I started out as a game design person. And I spent, I think, six to seven months redesigning the recoil system in the game. It went from a very basic box that the game just randomly selects mm -hmm. a place to put your weapon to a much more refined system. It's still not perfect, I actually want to work on it more. Uh, after finishing that, we decided to have me basically take over the role that Lucas was doing previously, who was the previous uh, lead right. community manager. Yeah. That way, he would have a lot more time to do anti-cheat, which is very important in this sort of game. <laughs> so he has all of his time to dedicate towards anti-cheat. He's just an anti-cheat community manager. Doing the Lord's and, work. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, fun stuff because you guys use easy and i cheat yeah we do we do and it does work pretty well despite what some people might say uh, uh yeah yeah i mean it's, it's definitely still... it's been it's a big difference uh, since mm. the first years first year yeah i would say Dude, this game didn't release with any cheat so uh, yeah exactly but now he has all of his time to dedicate towards that because you do have to do manual cheater hunting sometimes uh there's people making their own private cheats and whenever a new cheat comes out you got to track them down anyways he can just do that i can do the community management side which is really nice and that's where we are today that's what i do for dead side nice okay yeah. okay that's cool i so, i really like to see I, that sorry I, yeah oh, man i'm sorry I, I just i think that's cool there's a, there's a few indie games that are like that where uh like content creators stepped into like community manager roles and it, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's really cool to see. I like it. I just wanted yeah. to say that. I mean, I, I love it. It's great. <laughs> it's just super happy. I, I am where I am right now. Love it. So we then, after that, of course, working on the game, stuff like that. Which, by the way, the weapon recoil. I remember when he first showed it to me. Such a big difference, and made the gunfight seem a little bit more, not super random. Mm -hmm. You know. And then, uh, of course, now you have, well, I guess the team has 0 0.7.0 that just released on the 13th, if I remember. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds all right. Couple weeks. And did you work on that player fatigue as well, too? Or I actually didn't. I helped test it. Uh, we, we do internal testing of a lot of stuff. And, of course, we do closed testing as well with uh, members of the community. But I've been involved with that. I didn't do the design work myself. I, I know who did. I can't shout his name out but it's great that's fine shout out to him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's uh it, i think it's a really nice change a lot less frustrating now yeah no i've, I've noticed that and heck i even noticed i was just playing today and i noticed the way the ai has been updated has been improved mm -hmm. correct like mm -hmm. I, I wasn't like seeing things the way they were like flanking around yeah they're a lot different it, way different i mean they're not yeah i mean i can actually sneak around a building now yeah that's true sneaking is uh, a lot easier they're not so well, they don't seem like cheaters anymore to be honest <laughs> just 180 no scopes through bush of course yeah 
That's got to yeah, be a huge challenge. Sorry, AI. I feel like AI is a huge challenge. Like a lot of games, that's a weak mm. spot, and I'm I'm assuming that's such a hard thing to design. Yeah, it is. Uh, I can think of a couple games that are having trouble with AI currently. Same. And I don't blame them because it's it's a complicated process, and ours are our AI is still definitely not even close to finished to be completely honest we have a lot more we're going to do with them i mean you guys get a lot of that's that's like the main part of the game that usually gets a lot the maybe the most criticism when mm-hmm. people think about that side i think probably one of the main reasons why i mean sadly it's sitting at mixed reviews but you know there definitely are right. mixed opinions on this game yeah uh, the mixed reviews thing we can talk about later with the whole safe zone disabling because that's uh that's true yeah. yeah we'll definitely we'll definitely get into that yeah but you know what because you just opened it up and okay it's it's there you open up the camera because it isn't it is an option that can be turned on and off yes so what's the deal what's the why do why why do people find that as a big issue when it's up to because you go on the official servers safe zones on you can use the traders perfectly fine it's only for private servers yeah so I, I guess we should explain what we're talking about to people watching, because it is kind of a little weird concept to understand. Uh, Correct, yeah. But Deadside has safe zones where you can store gear. There's traders there. You buy gear at these traders. And a lot of people tend to live out of these safe zones because you don't have to build base that way. You can progress. Uh, the safe zones can't be raided, uh, which causes some issues with the gameplay loop that uh, further down the line. But... When was it? I think last month we decided to do a public test with removing the safe zones just to see how people react to it, really, because it didn't take us very long to do this, right? I think the same day we finalized, like, we're doing this idea is the same day it was done. Like, it was done in a couple hours. So, yeah, let's try this. Uh, <laughs> and I think the reason why people reacted negatively, I think, is actually a bit of a mistake on my part. Uh, I assume people would read the first sentence of a steam post and not just the title but i think ah. people just read mainly the title <laughs> it just says green zone pts safe zone removal so people are like oh they're removing the safe zone this sucks so you saw yeah. tons of comments like don't remove the safe zone which is fair because not everybody wants to play a game mode like that i think you're not a huge fan of that right that's scary it is i mean yeah. i yeah i mean i definitely could see of course like the whole reason of like especially playing it for i'm about i think i would say yeah f- almost 500 hours in the game surprisingly nice. and i definitely could see how you can use that without building a base and using that to progress yeah i like the idea of maybe just turning off your storage and just letting you have to like buy mm-hmm. stuff and then but you have to take it back to your base you know yeah i like that idea too i I think in time you'll end up seeing servers using it, but how long that will be, we will see. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's an interesting feature. The whole community reaction to it is a bit unfortunate because I do think it is actually a very cool thing to put in the game as just mm-hmm. an option for unique servers, but it's just an option. Yeah. Just, it was just so negative that we're like, eh, it's kind of just hidden. Uh, I don't know if you know this. If you go in the server browser, there is an option you have to click to show the I, hardcore that, servers instead of yeah. unclicking to not show it. It's just you can't see them by default. Uh, <laughs> is that some people go in it? Yeah, they're not going to accidentally go into a hardcore. Is yeah. that 
is that one of the most challenging aspects of like being a community manager is dealing with mm -hmm. like negative reactions like that because if you look at that whole situation you literally just gave the server admins more tools and more flexibility True. to play the game how they want to and it mm -hmm. made people mad like how, how do yeah. you like mentally deal with that kind of stuff i can't imagine uh, and a team as well yeah yeah i don't think the team has to deal with it too much uh i don't really mind honestly i kind of i guess i'm the type of person just to blow that stuff off because i'm like i don't know they didn't read the steam post oh well uh, <laughs> smart but yeah, it is. I, I do take fault for it a little bit because I assume they would read the Steam post. But yeah, it is. It is definitely one of the. I think probably the biggest challenge in all of community management is just uh, dealing with negative reactions, negative people, uh, and managing that really because it's going to happen. You can't avoid it. It's always going to be there. It's just something you got to accept. Uh, you just want to try to minimize it as much as possible. So. I always, that thought that would be, I always thought that would be tough. What would yeah, so like? I know I'm going I'm going a little bit out of order, but for people who are new, we have we probably have a few listeners that aren't super familiar with the game itself. Mm. What like what would be your elevator pitch for the game? Like to explain to those people okay. in a little bit of like what it that, actually is. That'd be helpful. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it would. So, okay, uh, Dead Side is it is in the open world survival vein of shooters, so. Big open world, uh, big multiplayer servers. I think you have 50. And it does follow the sort of the same format you're used to, right? You spawn in, you go to a town, you get a gun, and you go PvP and do all your stuff. But I think what makes Dead Side unique is a few things. You already mentioned that it looks very pretty, and that's because it's on an, in Unreal Engine 4. I do think it looks pretty nice and runs pretty well for what it is, too. Uh, but Dead Side also has uh, AI. The AI bots are just straight up human AI, where I think most other games in this genre, they have zombies. There are some games that have even, I think like... Mutants or... Yeah, giant robots. I think I'm thinking of Scum for that. Scum, yeah. Yeah, this game is pretty grounded, and it has just normal human AI, and it has missions that you go to on the map, and these are basically big PvE areas that you can go to, but the key here is that those PvE areas attract PvP. So you get this unique PvPVE that I really can only think of Deadside when you think of that sort of situation. I don't know if any other game does that. I think that's a strength. Mm. Unless, unless it's like modded into the like, and like certain DayZ servers will mod mm -hmm. missions into their servers. But yeah, base game, I can't. Yeah, Scum doesn't do that. Yeah. Daisy doesn't do that. I can't think of any other like big survival game that does any of that. So mm -hmm. yeah, feel free to tell I'm... me. Feel free to oh, tell sorry. me I'm dumb, but it feels like kind of like the game loop or the, like the mechanics of it are more like you would mm -hmm. see in an extraction shooter, but mm. you don't have that extraction type loop and that progression. It's survival. But yeah, that's another good thing to mention is that the gunplay and the character movement. It's all very. It's more streamlined than your normal, very intensive survival game. You know what? I can recommend. I can, I can see people comparing it more to Rust than anything mm -hmm. else, because Rust definitely has that those PVE that attracts PVP as well. In fact, I I would say I feel like Dead Side is just a more because it's I mean it's uh well I, like the whole area in general. I know it's technically the country of norway or something right. along those lines right yeah so it's 
So, but it's very Eastern European. Oh yeah, feel and everything. The guns, the vehicles around, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's not as like uh, you know, Rust has like you know, you know, AKs of a shovel as their yeah. stock. So it's did, um, you did bring up a really good point though that I I would like to reiterate. It's it. appro- it's approachable, like. It's mm-hmm. a survival shooter, but it's not yeah, like so annoying, annoying yeah. that you have to like, and I don't want to call any of them out, but I'll say like some of the mechanics in some survival shooters are just flat out mm-hmm. tedious. They're just mm-hmm. tedious. Well, I'm not too familiar with all of them, but I've seen some of them and heard some of them. It's like, I don't want to do that in a video game. This game, if you play um, other shooters, the gunplay is going to make sense. Um, you have to eat and drink water. That's a given. Like, and then you're just going like it. It's it's easy to get immersed into because it's pretty, and the mechanics don't get in the way of that, and that's that's like how I would one of my favorite strengths of it is it's a survival game that you can just get into and start playing. You don't have to spend like weeks and hours trying to figure out exactly what to do, worrying about metabolism, this that, eating the yeah. certain right yeah. thing, and like mm-hmm. super stuff that's just crazy. So that, that's why I like. it's like an approachable survival genre game that mm-hmm. you don't have to be terrified. You don't have to put in. 40 hours before you can even start playing. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. We, uh, it's, I think that's a very good point. And we just recently with Leo 1.7.0, we added a complete tutorial system to walk you through starting in the game, in the game. That will track your progress, tell you what you need, need to do next. You can turn it I was about to say that. I was trying out the tutorial, and I think it's very helpful for new players. Yeah. And then we have our official wiki, too, which I've worked a lot on, which... Hopefully helps people. I think that's also more for um, more experienced players, though, which you can put a lot of time into this game, too, and get very into it. Uh, so it does have some of that long-term playability. I do think it needs more, but it's definitely not too simple, you know? Yep. Order, yeah, I, I know that's the issue with, like, extraction games in general. Of just, like, once you get the best gear... Same thing with yeah. Deadside, too, I feel like, has that issue. Once you get the best gear mm-hmm. and your base is set up and everything, then what? You know, I think the goal for us is to do things like raiding, or eventually maybe even some sort of vehicle collection. Well, raiding's in the game already, just for people who yeah. are listening. Yeah, it is. It's just, uh, I I think eventually in the future it'll just change a lot. I think the rating you see now is not its final version. It'll be same. Yeah, it's fun though. I enjoy raiding in Deadside. I think everybody should try. Uh, it is challenging it's a challenging task it's an interesting take with the whole raid token of you know the whole player dropping it and then once you activate it you have that hour to look for it in that radius of a red circle which is you know it it lets everyone else on the map know hey there's a raid going on this area there's gonna probably be some loot lying around yeah exactly if you're the raider though it's not the best because you don't know which base you're actually going for so that's yeah i mean unless you i mean because i i I always compare it to rust as well too where it's like usually the only way you find out if that base is the person that you want to raid is is by following that person back Mm -hmm. to their base and seeing if they go in and stuff like that or kind of just guessing as well too so it's 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 nice that it gives like at least a general area okay it's one of these bases here and depending on the server it could be the only base in that area as well too yeah, you know, I don't see. see too much of an issue, but I definitely would like to see that in a 
different way. I think the whole, I mean, you did change explosives as well too. It's not, mm-hmm. now you have the cell phone added as yep. well too. So it just seems a little bit more like, yes, it seems like an IED. almost. Yeah. The cell phone is actually kind of an important item because it forces you to go to not the highest tier areas in the game because they don't spawn there that often. They spawn more in industrial spots. They spawn in hunting spots. Like it, even in the long term, you still have to go to those areas because you still need cell phones. It helps spread out the loophole because before you could just go to one spot in the map, run around in a circle, then come out with 10 explosive charges. And you just do that over and over again. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll min maxing. Um, mm-hmm. So what are, what are some of the newer things to the game and what are some of the things coming? I, I'm, I'm wanting to get into some of that stuff. Cause I've seen, I've seen yeah. wolves on Twitter since I played the first mm-hmm. time and the second time is massively different. Um, the game devs owe me a mouse. I think I wore out a mouse chopping trees like the first uh, time I played it, but <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, but yeah, like the base building and stuff got a lot better, um, got a lot more mm-hmm. fluid, and I enjoyed that. Uh, since I played last, they added boats, they added all the waterways to get around fast. Uh, they added hunting, which I love shooting ducks in real life and in the game. Like, nice. so, like, there's a lot of I'm stuff fishing. Cool what's 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 being added like what it has been added i see the wolves like what it's lots of stuff okay yeah uh i think since you've last played we've added two new guns so hk417 p2000 those are fun uh we have we've reworked a lot of stuff too so some of the stuff you're coming back to is going to be a lot different than what you're maybe used to uh the convoys now are even more scary which i don't know if you ran into those your first time around they were yeah. the hardest thing in the game, I feel like, AI-wise. Yeah, that, now that there great? is 16 of them. Well, now, so. Yeah, and now they flink, so. Yep. <laughs> there's that. Uh, there's, yeah, boats. There's inflatable boats, these small two-person boats that are very fast. Uh, there's the big swamp boats, which are a bit slower, but more durable. Uh, they hold more fuel. They also have inventories now, which is very nice. Boat inventory. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, that's actually a very important technical feature uh, that we needed to figure out having inventories and vehicles because let's say we release cars and it doesn't have a trunk to put stuff in i think people would be a little disappointed so that's something for sure you're out first yeah and the vehicle locks as well too yeah yeah Yeah, people were having issues of getting their boats stolen and stuff like that so (laughs) Uh, we've got fishing fish now which some people hate for some reason uh, we've what? got <laughs> uh, these people's I problems. I know some some people love. I've noticed that you have like two major crowds with this game. You have the PvP crowd mm-hmm. and then the PVE only yep. crowd. It's so true. it's hard to it's hard to try to kind of please both, but I think all of it works together in cohesion with each other, anyways. Yeah, because now you have especially with you know the drinking and. Uh, <laughs> What was it satiation? I know it's supposed to be like. It was like I was like it was. I don't know if that's how it's like written in the game, but basically you're you're thirst, and uh, yeah. What was it? The idea of just like now there's not that many you know cans of food laying around Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like in order to properly PvP, you need to be well hydrated, well fed in order to have. I, I would assume also like longer stamina as well too. Or just yeah. like cold breath and stuff like that, you know. If you're not sprinting like twenty four seven as well too, so a lot of right. that 
comes into play. I feel like especially with the now again, now you need to go out and hunt. You need to go find water wells. You need to make a base, probably most likely, and get like a little water collector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's all an intricate web of stitching all these features together, getting players to do everything at once through the gameplay loop instead of one thing at a time, which you see more in a, I guess, earlier development games. Got to have everything. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Maybe I'm going too far out here, but. No, I think no, it makes sense, especially for for how small the team is as well, too. Yeah, we are growing. We're growing. I see how many people do we have. In part, it's it's a tiny bit, I would assume, right? Uh, what's that? Helping with the like the time once you guys teamed up with Tiny Build, the funding probably helped out for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Uh, before they got picked up by Tiny Build, I think it came probably or Petapixel, which is a studio. Probably, I think they had around ten people, maybe a little bit more, and fifteen. I'm not sure because I wasn't there yet. Right. But uh, yeah, no, that, that seems about right. Yeah, it was. I think for the first year, it was seven guys, which is not very much for a game of this scale. That's it's nothing, honestly. So I mean, multiplayer games in general are tough. Yeah, but especially a big multiplayer game like this with a lot of net code and a lot of uh, large maps. I think yeah. now, now that Tiny Builds picked us up, the studio's at least doubled in size. Uh, I think a little more so. Especially if you count people that help from Tiny Build and aren't exactly part of our studio, they just come in to help with things every now and then. Uh, you have a lot more resources, which allows us to do a lot more cool stuff, like adding wolves <laughs> and redesigning goats. Can you eat the wolves? I was gonna say that. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I can't. I'm not wolves. Percent, but... Well, you got deer as well too, because on the roadmap it shows the big, you know. What is that? A one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve point stag. It's yeah, Looks it's like. large. Yeah. I mean, big old, big old boy. Yeah, you're gonna have stuff to hunt for sure. Big animals in the woods. I mean, the wolves have to eat something. Is out outside of people, right? True. That's probably all we'll be doing. It, to be honest, literally, it, seriously, it, it reminds me of like the older, like Rust Legacy days of when that game was being developed. That game mm. was nothing like it is now. Yeah. It's probably one of the most popular games now, and it had like I remember when they first introduced uh, hunting and killing animals and stuff like that. So it's it's interesting to see like this same not the same path, but like you guys are working on the roadmap and it's it's doing pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys showcased prone as well too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I, a are, are people taking one. that well? Yeah, better than I thought actually. Uh, there's a few yeah. uh, local people who really don't like prone because they say it will make camping worse which i don't i don't really believe that to be honest i think people would camp anyways uh, i was gonna say yeah i think that's an people if people weren't by camping now mm-hmm. it wouldn't change if it was added or not yeah i think a lot of the people in that hardcore pvp crowd when they realized that how many new angles are going to open up because of this in all the zones they're used to pvping like oh now i can lay down and shoot under this window through a door and get some crazy angle over here. Then they're like, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah, we're working on prone. I think we'll see it relatively soon. I can't say exactly. It's, I think, a lot more complicated than people realize because there's complicated character. Uh, I think animation trees, and if you don't route everything correctly, it breaks. Man, I'm that idiot. I'm that idiot. I'm that guy. (laughs) Like, why can't they just add it? What? I was just like, it's gotta be that. Just do it. It's another game. Well, I've noticed, like, there's a certain time from standing straight up to prone, 
Mm-hmm. I would assume like the guy, it looked like the guy was like putting his hand down as well too. Yeah. So you got to add that as well too. And then getting back up as well too. Well, not even that. It's uh, the weapon animations too. You need to rework every weapon animation in the entire game. That's true. Your forward, oh, yeah. Position, moving around. And we have a lot of guns. I think we have and seven. That's true. That's true. So for every single gun, including mm-hmm. as you add new ones. <laughs> then you got collision. So it, you can see how you get more into game design. Everything becomes so much more. Not just Yeah, it's not just prone and stick my gun through a wall. Yeah, prone down and get stuck into a, the map or something into a mm-hmm. rockers. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. Or using prone to exploit through bases or something like that. Oh, to crawl on. That was a thing in the beginning. People <laughs> exploiting through bases and stuff. Yeah. Now, so happy. <laughs> I remember when it was, man. It was so annoying. Yeah. But um, oh God, what was I gonna say? Because it was definitely like you had the prone. But I saw that the roadmap looked like it said it looked like it was the uh, guy laying on his back. So like rolling over on your back as well too. Is that uh, we're allowed to say anything about that? Or I want to say probably not. At least not right now. I mean, I think that's, was, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I think it was just the yeah. little image. Yeah, it's just the. Uh, I think it was the art director that put that together. He just, I mean, we didn't have a working prototype of prone yet. So just put something in. I just thought that'd be cool. Like you go down and your guys like dragging you and you're shooting as you're getting dragged. <laughs> That's going to be kind of fun. I have it. Still, I mean, it almost looked like a down animation instead of just dying. It does kind of look like that. Yeah. Is that, um, I have it up on the screen. Is that new big mm-hmm. city? Is that an actual shot of like the. Yeah, that's real. Oh, that's it's, real. uh, I think it's so that big city is so large. That one's gonna that be man. It goes out of render distance. Look at that bridge. Oh yeah, on yeah. the other side of the river. far the biggest map or biggest part of the map now. Yeah, it's it's been a big under distance. Game. Is what like over four or five hundred meters in game for players? Uh, for terrain, it's a lot longer. Yeah, I think a lot longer. Okay, kilometer, probably more. That is big. Yeah. So here's a. Here's some more information that most people don't know about that big city. It is based on Pripyat. So you can see. I knew it. I told you. I remember I told you, but yeah. It's kind of tough because of the school. Yeah, schoolhouse number one. Ferris wheel. I don't think there's a Ferris wheel, but there is the schoolhouse wheel. Mm. I could have swear there was, I might have to double check. Only because like, I remember when I first, when I forgot who showed me. Like as admin, you can like you know teleport off the map and then see it. Could have swore I saw that, or maybe I don't think so. I didn't. Yeah, I remember the the building. The buildings itself looked very Eastern European. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's not as large as Pripyat because Pripyat is insanely huge, huge. Uh, yeah. and it won't have the CNPP or was it CCNP Chernobyl uh, nuclear well, reactor? The, the reactor. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't do well with that. No, ra- no radiation coming to the game. No, not, not yet. <laughs> I would not like yet. that. Yeah, that would be interesting. I say that a lot. Don't take it too seriously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, that big city will be really cool. I'm excited for that. Uh, and we can keep going through the roadmap too. There's. The, I mean, anything you want to clarify about that? Because I saw it's not just you got the city. You got mm. looks looks like a little military construction site almost. Oh yeah, on the other side of the river. Yeah, because it's not just the city, because you have across the bridge, mm-hmm. and of course, people were showing me screenshots of like 
you had the big city that was out of rendered distance, but you had these like little pockets of small villages almost it looked like or residential yeah. neighborhood that was kind of tough to tell what it's, it was so you can't see it because if you're looking in he's for people not familiar this there's an early version of that city currently in the game and you can teleport outside if you have admin menu so you get to see an early version but you can't see under the ground when you do that uh under the ground there's actually a couple more towns that you wouldn't know is there so there's Ooh. that as well yeah, Dang, this is going to be really big. It's going to be a full map expansion. I think I think they mentioned we're going to be doing it in two updates. So one update, you'll see part of the city and some peripheral things, and then you'll see a second map expansion after that. But, Got it. Now, yeah. with that, game's gonna people be are probably going to be... Hmm. With that, though, I think people are going to be a little bit more upset about vehicles. Yep, yep that's for- more running to do. He's aware. Which I assume you guys are, are there's going to be rivers going near. You got the river going by the bridge anyway. So there is yep. a waterway going to it. But I know people are going to be complaining. Okay, you got a huge city now. You got all these roads, but no vehicles yet. What's yeah, what's the, the thought process when you get asked those questions? Well, I just think of the fact that we're working on cars. Uh, not very much. It's not in... I guess I wouldn't say it's in full development where you have a bunch of people focusing on it. Uh, but we are, yeah, vehicles are specifically cars. People always say vehicles, it's cars. The team's been working on those for so long. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I think pre-release alpha of Deadside had a, is it Gaz or UAZ? I don't remember. Or as a four-door SUV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always been something we want to add, but it's just vehicle netcode is so annoying. I mean, you guys delayed the boats for a bit as well too. Mm-hmm. Yep. that, yeah, yeah, and that's a I can go into detail about that too. That was a whole experience, but yeah, we're working on them. Uh, I don't know if we'll get vehicles done this year. We didn't. We mentioned it in our roadmap post that we're working on them. If I had to guess, we probably won't have them this year. That's just my personal guess. Which is, I mean, you got what? It's already September 25th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting late in the year. But it is definitely a priority. I mean, how it, it can't not be a priority with the sheer amount of people that spam wear car in every single post we make. <laughs> we, we know. It's so funny, too. It's the same people every time I make posts. Yep, big there. rig. <laughs> Thanks. What's that? Big rig? Thanks for the interaction and the impressions. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, this is on the Reddit. Oh my god, the Reddit's just filled with that. Look, I'll go there. Reddits are wonderful places. Don't go to yeah. Full of beautiful. Don't go music. to Reddit. <laughs> also, Reddits are just amazing. Um, oh, and then but okay, how many weapons the are you redesigned? I want to find out eventually. Oh, how many weapons are redesigning? Yeah. Oh, true. Uh pretty much all of them. Because so so far we saw the SVD. Yes, SVD, SCAR, AR4. And I think that's those are all the published ones. There's more that is unpublished. So you're, you're so every single weapon's getting redesigned, huh? Pretty much. I mean, I mean it would make sense. Recently, but yeah, not the recent ones, but like I mean, especially, you know, you can't just redesign all of them and have like the macro looking like the way it is still. Right. <laughs> yeah. Even though no, they're we, not bad designs anyways. Yeah, uh yeah. Some some of them some of them are kind of are. I won't lie. I do not like the 19. When you look at them a little bit closer. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't have a firing pin. It's, it's a flat back on the slide. 
brings me pain. Wait, what? Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't think I've ever noticed that. Mm-hmm. That would just ruin the game for oh, you. It's no. unplayable now until they update it. Literally uninstalling. And a lot of the guns added early in development are assets from Unreal Store. So I think the MP5 in Deadside, I was playing Boneworks. I'm like, oh, it's the same MP5. Crazy. So you have that unimmersive bit to it where you're like, oh, I recognize this mod when you're not playing the game. Got it. So we're redesigning it. We actually have a dedicated weapon artist on the team now. That's one of the new people we've hired. Wow. So, yeah, nice. that's uh, all they're doing. And that's cool. Which is good, too, because I think some people were unha- unhappy when they saw the weapon redesigns. They're like, hey, you shouldn't be working on that. You should be doing other stuff. It's like... <laughs> they still think it's just one guy developing the game over right. and over again. Like, no, guys, we got a... It's a whole new person. It's not... It's a pretty sizable team now. Yeah. Everybody's it's, a game even, director. Even the wolf looks... I mean, the pictures of the wolves, is it that close-up? the fur detail and the whiskers like yeah oh my gosh let's see i think i'm just i want them they look so friendly production team boots everybody's saying (laughs) pet them but yeah i mean he probably could he just wouldn't live to survive but you know Mm -hmm. he wouldn't survive to tell the tale but yeah uh, yeah (laughs) it'll be a game changer though Having, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can imagine now someone, you know, holding an angle all of a sudden now they got to worry about wolves coming around instead of just people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even in areas that don't have AI are going to be dangerous, which is nice because there are areas that are kind of out there in the wild, I guess. Uh, and it wouldn't make sense. You to could have. be in a long time and not see anyone. Yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't make sense to have our AI patrols out there, right? So. You're kind of just chilling, but now you have wolves. So there's always something to worry about now, which is good. I like that. <laughs> you got in a survival games. Oh yeah, you got mm-hmm. yeah. You got wolves. You got deer. You got AI. Both, if I remember, they're they're security and bandits. Those are the two factions, right? I know people call them different. Some people call them scavs and you know military and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean these aren't official factions. These are just like the different types of AI we have, right? Because there's not really like legit lore to the game no. yet. No, there's not. Okay. So uh we don't want to have lore get in the way of game design. We just want to make whatever we think is fun. Uh but sure. yeah, I think there's three factions. There's the military, uh bandits, like you mentioned, I believe cannibals, which are like the I was more, gonna get to that. The more out there AI that you'll see. Because if people are, were like, Well, if you're adding cannibals, why not just add zombies? What's what would be the difference between the two? <laughs> they don't bite you though. <laughs> I guess that's the difference. True. I mean, I'm thinking like when I think of cannibals, I think I, I just played Sons of the Forest mm. recently, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like those kind of like tribal melee weapons, you know, little tent huts and stuff like that. So especially right. with that island that I did I show you crash last time. Did I bring you there? I know you probably saw the video that I, I made. I saw the but video, but I I don't think we went there. I think we were going to, and then we because it is it when I first saw it for the first time. So I went. I always every time there's an update, I always go back to that spot and check just to see if anything changed. <laughs> yeah. And it's like basically the rock of like the, it's a weird monument with some blood splat in the middle, and then it just a random scream. Yeah, it'll scream. It will scream at you. Yes. Ooh. Very loud too. Very loud. Yeah. Yep. So 
It just it just it makes me wonder about the can because I remember when when they were first announced of like when people were you guys brushed over it. I feel like it's gonna be bigger than people expect it to be. I mean, it's just another a whole another faction roaming the area now and then you kind of when i read the update and it was just like just brushed over oh yeah we have three factions da, da, da. oh moving on to the next topic like, whoa, 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 go back go back go back hold on did you just say cannibals did you say people eating people yeah so i guess i wouldn't take it that literally well i guess you can take it literally they are cannibals but in terms of gameplay they're pretty similar to the other bandits uh it's mainly a way to separate the different tiers of AI, right? You have the military, that's your highest tier. Well, I guess excluding all the crazy event AI like the convoys. Uh, True, your that's bandits. like just tier. Yeah. yeah. You have your bandits, which are sort of mid-tier, kind of the guys you'd see with hunting rifles, with scopes, even sometimes with uh, small AKs, AKSUs, stuff like that. And the mm-hmm. cannibals mm-hmm. are the low-tier guys. They inhabit the towns, they're using pistols, usually wearing balaclavas and stuff like that. Got so, it. I, I don't, it is cool to think. But not, yeah, but not like, not where you're going to have like no one run with an ax. Well, I would like to see that, but no, that's not going to happen. Uh, at least. Cause I feel like that would be interesting of just like, because you have, I know in, in game you have like the hunting outfit and mm-hmm. it looks like it's just covered in dried blood. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably just dirt, but still, like, I mean, it I, just looks like it would be, you know, if someone coming off like a big knife or something. I think that's just to build atmosphere, really, of a uh, just a remind you in your a, a post apocalyptic world, I suppose. True. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if anything, it reminds me more of like, I guess if I had to think about like the Raider cannibals from Fallout, where they shoot at you, but they just happen yeah. to eat people. There you go. That, that's a good way to put it. It's, it's a tier of AI. <laughs> it's just eat people. It's just eat people. people. You might see a foot here and there, but you know. That's awesome. Nice. Is there is there any chance of it ever being, this is a terrible question that you probably won't be able to answer, but I have to ask it. Is there any chance of it ever being ported to Unreal 5? Hmm. There is a chance. A All small right. chance, though. Uh, I'm not very familiar with the technical side of stuff like that. I mean, that is it gets incredibly technical. But um, it is possible, at least theoretically. I don't know how much time it would take the programmers because we don't have a huge programming team. They are stretched on what they can do. And we want to add so much stuff. So we always have to prioritize what gets added first. So if we did see a port to Unreal 5, it would most likely take a lot of time away from updates and development of content, new features which I'm not sure would be the best move right now because Deadside, mm. it does have a large presence. Oh, not a large presence, but a decent presence on social media, YouTube. But its player base is not huge. It, I think it has around 1,000 players currently, which is not, not nothing, but that's also not... Uh, that's not rust-sized. Like you're, not, you're not in, like in the, the big, big leagues yet. You, you yeah, have to wait for yeah, Because it's... It's going to get there. I know it's going to get there, especially mm-hmm. with the, the how, how much you guys are putting out content. And mm-hmm. how people work, you know, that's their main concern. There's just not enough content. But 
Because then you also have eventually sometimes you have the bigger YouTubers like Aqua FPS comes out, makes a video here and there. All of a sudden, people flock back to the game. They see all the new updates, and then it just the cycle kind of repeats itself over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So with with a player base that small, you do have to maintain it with updates, or else your community will get disinterested. They'll go to other stuff because this is mm -hmm. a very competitive genre of game. At least right now, there's a lot of competitors out there. There's AZ. Rust, those are the big ones. Markov takes a decent chunk of our community whenever it wipes. Stuff like that. <laughs> so, for an Unreal 5 port, to get back to that, as much as I'd like to see it, I don't know if we can, because it'll just take so much time away from uh, content updates, which is something we just have to do. And I think that's something we should do anyways. I mean, we have to finish our game. Our game is unfinished, literally. It's a, it's a beta game. So, a mm -hmm. big priority should be getting it done. There's also the question of, I don't know how, uh, what Unreal 5 would improve upon currently. It'd make the game look better. I don't know if it'll necessarily make it run better. It okay. might have the opposite effect. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm probably not the best person. I could see the, the team looking once the game is complete, mm -hmm. everything, all the updates are there, then maybe, all right, we'll look at maybe porting it. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And maybe opening it up for modding too. Kind of the same boat where. That uh, I remember, yeah, it's I, I, I don't know if you said that. I remember hearing about that though. Just like modding will be a thing, but mm -hmm. you have to wait till the game's finished first. Yeah, we want to finish our, our game. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think modding for a beta game that's getting updates every now and then is that doesn't. It would it would break every mod every update yeah. pretty much. You can't yeah. stabilize modding community and just at, as the same with porting it to Unreal Five. Uh, you'd have to take a lot of time away from content updates to make the game audible. But honestly, this game, Deadside, is pretty much perfect as a modding game when it is finished because it's Unreal 4. Modding Unreal yeah. 4 is not... It's going to be pretty easy to bring even the existing mods, probably. Mm -hmm. I've worked with this game. Not super hard to work with, to be honest. A lot of it is... Uh, I mean, I can't go and program stuff, but messing with the existing things is pretty easy because it's unreal and that's I, mean, I don't know if you messed around with unreal but adjusting variables and rerouting stuff is really yeah, where's my unreal engine cinematic camera yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> I, know. I love that thing so useful i know you love it that's yeah. what i want it <laughs> no, no. i got the reason why but mm -hmm. uh, i mean anything else in store i think we covered most of the future stuff for dead Sun. Um, Good. Let's see. Let me think. We did cover wolves and what they might be hunting. I'm glad you guys noticed that we're having more than just one animal being added because that's important. Uh, yeah. Big city. We got prone. We got web three design. We got cars at some point. Uh, there's so much more that I wish I could tell you guys, unfortunately, but I just, it's not a good idea. <laughs> Understood. You'll have to come back, Matt. Gotta keep the suspense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's the timeline looking like? I mean, okay, estimate, yeah. I guess. For roadmap completion or the next update? I would say for the rest of the year. Because okay. next year is different, I would say. Fair enough. Uh, we usually do a Halloween update with Halloween-themed stuff. That's uh, true. So I would expect something around that time. I'm not going to guarantee it because in the past we have had our Halloween update like monthly. So. Eh, it depends <laughs> on what happens. Uh, and I think that update will have... That'll, the next update's going to be pretty large. Uh, 
hopefully at least next content update because it's going to have the big city most likely uh it's going to have possibly the animals i mean it's hard to say exactly what will make it into the update because it's so early right now i mean next week pretty early okay yeah something could break next week and it'll have to be completely remade and it's pushback month so take what i'm saying with a grain of salt here this is not like you know city confirmed next update Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden people are like, well, he said it. He said Let's go podcast that. Yeah. yeah. People are pretty <laughs> cool not doing that, though, thankfully. That's one of the few things I was expecting to be a bit of a challenge. But no, I think they're good about understanding when is. Especially when the boats are getting delayed. People were like, it's, it's all right. Take your time. You'd rather it yeah. work than be broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do think we'll get most of the roadmap done this year. Uh, there might be one or two things that are done maybe early next year, like February something like that where it just we couldn't quite get it done in time but i mean it's already mostly complete this roadmap there's just a few things that we haven't really shown yet like new missions i think uh base functionality design is actually extremely important to the gameplay loop if people don't make bases you kind of miss out on a bunch of stuff so we need to make people make bases and how do you do that you make bases more useful right uh i have a bunch of ideas there so stuff like that we'll see i think we'll get it when we finish a lot of the big features we've been working on, we'll have a lot more time to start working on those. Uh, the quality of life. Features. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff we've been working on for a while, too. Uh, update 0.7.0 is sort of, which is the recent one. It's kind of just stuff we've been working on the side compiled into one update. That makes sense. It's a bunch of quality of life stuff. Yeah, not even like the big stuff yet. No, that's all I mean, still being worked yeah. on. All the big content yeah. things like that. New city. Dang. That's where most of the cool. team's effort is right now. Nice. Well, I think excited, man. I think that yeah. should should really give people reassurance that are thinking about picking up the game. Is I mm-hmm. mean, they're obviously a lot more coming to the game. That's been yeah. That's been really my only criticism of the game is there needs to be more to do, and it sounds like that's exactly mm-hmm. what's being worked on. So yeah. I'm definitely going to keep up on it. Yeah, I mean, even when you come back, there still might not be enough stuff to do. And I always tell people, it is a beta game. And if you ever get bored with it, mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing to take a break and come back later. Like, that is kind of the most we can ask for, you know? Uh, we don't expect you to sit down and play an un- unfinished game 24-7. That's a bit unreasonable. So I respect that take. And yeah. I, I also totally agree with it because when I came back and Blue invited me to his server... um. Man, we had a ton of fun, dude. We did those like you made it for a bit, man. Yeah, we did those arena fights, and I built the base back up, and yeah, mm-hmm. I just haven't had to get back in there since the wipe. But yeah, it's good time. It's cool. If you start to get burnt out, take a break, play something else, wait for an update, come back, and there you go. Yeah, I like that. Hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anything else to cover. I have I have random stories. If you guys want random development stories that I don't think people have heard very much. I, well, I know we were talking about real quick the the ducks oh yeah and their audio yeah. yes yeah we were talking about that before the uh we started the podcast so the ducks before they had finished audio uh we needed some placeholder audio so we can make sure at least the audio structure is functioning if it's actually <laughs> playing the audio clips so we uh we had i think the lead programmer just sit down in his office and make some duck noises with his microphone he's like going like quack quack kind of yeah. like yeah like straight quack. up he was making he was saying quack 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 when the ducks would fly up 
you shoot them, he made this wonderful death noise. <laughs> a I duck really death noise? Yeah, just him screaming, though. It wasn't even a scream, just like, I don't know how to describe it. You guys got to hear it at some point. It's. I it's would wonderful. say if you can get a chance to post yeah. it on the Twitter, do it. I, I think that'd be so hilarious. Wonderful. And we also mentioned the boats, too, how the boats got delayed. And that was a process um i mean i remember seeing the little compilation video of just the way the boats flipped <laughs> around and flew yes. across the map and i love that clip i was so happy to let me make that by the way i mean how many <laughs> yeah, you're literally making how many, how many dead teams will show that part yeah exactly yeah. Mm. sorry getting water yeah it was that was a whole process and i guess for people who aren't familiar with uh vehicle programming it's it's very challenging you have to synchronize the server and the clients and all the clients together when i say clients i mean players so your computer uh, you have to synchronize all that so in order to do that you have to network a physics simulation right so all the data that's associated with the physics simulation has to be sent out to everybody's computer and synchronized but the thing that sucks is that physics simulations as you can probably guess are large and complicated so trying to synchronize that at the same time without huge issues is a really big challenge and we actually had to rewrite uh the net driver for unreal engine to even get them to work to begin with it just straight up would not work yeah it wouldn't work with the straight up uh unreal net driver i believe uh, so we had a lot of different versions and people always Back in 2022, we had boats on our roadmap, and we gave a estimate, uh, I think a month, I forgot what month, we missed it by like eight months, because yeah, we would get close to finishing the boats. You look at it like, yeah, it looks great. I mean, it's running fine on our computers. It's on a small test server. It's okay. Everything's synchronized up. And then we do uh, a closed test with people on, in the DeadSide Discord. I think well, you're part of that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we bring in people to test, we get a full server, we'd run the boats, and everything would crash. And the programmers would look at it and be like, yep, we need to start from scratch. That oh. happened probably three times at least. Remember, yeah, after a while, you guys were like, all right, we'll just, we'll let you guys know when it's done. We're going to yep. stop saying next yep. month, next month. Exactly. <laughs> and that was my, uh, that was my first experience as community manager was dealing with that whole thing. That was Ooh. fun. Yeah, Which, again, like you said, the reaction to it mm -hmm. wasn't as negative as I thought it was going to be. Me too. Yeah. yeah. But we still get comments that it took us way too long to add boats and we still need cars. That's still a big thing. But that's the fun of developing. And we got there, too. I'm really happy we finally have these boats in the game. And not I, just I one boat, but two boats. Two boats. Yeah. I think they're really fun. Uh, some of my most i like the rib yeah me too i think my favorite sure. memories of playing dead side at least recently is is shooting people in a boat from a boat just doing crazy <laughs> pvp combat just the naval battle which yeah. i'm glad i got second place in that competition yeah that's a good video the boats are cool and the thing i was pretty excited when they were i was like running around and i actually i can't remember it was like my in key or whatever and i put earmuffs on and i'm like what why do i need earmuffs what the hell and then i get in the boat and i'm like oh this is why i need earmuffs 
And yeah, because <laughs> I can't hear anything. That was excellent <laughs> QOLs right there, quality life right there. Yeah, that was uh, we didn't even have earmuffs when it went into closed testing. Actually, a bunch of the closed testers were like, "Hey, this sucks." It must be earmuffs because they were turning their game audio down, so they threw that together. My eardrums are bleeding. Nice. It was a little painful, but no, that's cool. Oh, man, testing the boats was fun experience too because you got this fancy um debug menu where you can adjust speed so i remember myself and a couple other closed testers were turning the speed up to maximum and going off these ramps and just going over half the map in like two seconds <laughs> give me that fun. give us that back oh it would crash the game so quickly though if you did it wrong it's probably fine <laughs> no yeah, that's what i like i like yeah yeah cool I, man I do have one I last appreciate Hit me. Or kick me out. <laughs> Hit me. Okay, so a lot of people ask all the time, why don't we sponsor YouTubers more? Right? We have new updates coming out, like we're talking about right now, and there's not much coverage on YouTube. Uh, we're working on cars. I don't really talk about that. You, you see all these new features, big city. And, I mean, I don't think we've done a sponsored video in a while since 0.5.0, which is... Long ago. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that's because we, as developers, we know how far away we are from having a complete game, right? So we want to wait until we have the best possible chance to promote the games that when we do, it will retain players more. Because if we do sponsored videos right now, when the game is, I mean, it's fun, but it's not going to be as good as next update, right? I mean, obviously, it's not going to have Big City. It's not going to have Prone. So I think we know the potential our game has, and we're waiting for those big features that everybody wants before we really promote it, which I think makes sense. That's really smart, I think. Yeah. But in the meantime, it's not most fun because you don't have a big community to play around with. So you do have to worry about uh, content. But there's so much work to be done. And the guys are ready for it. That's good to hear. That's reassuring to hear. And I, I think that's smart because, you know, when you do drop those features and you do do those, like, ad campaigns and stuff, that's when you're going to mm -hmm. get the most people and the most new players and you want to put the best foot forward. Mm -hmm. You want to show them the best version and retain. Yep. So that makes sense for could, the yeah, There's so many early access games that just they keep sponsoring during their early access. And I like the way you guys focus like this is a beta treated yeah. as such instead of where now the term beta game in general just kind of goes like oh this is just the full game just updates yeah and that's not the case that's not how beta yeah. games were so i like how you guys take that yeah for sure and uh i think it's uh i completely forgot what i was gonna say well i just completely brain farted that doesn't i've never done that i've never done that Never done no, I do it every anyway. week. I do it every week. <laughs> I do it all the time. But yeah, that's oh, I remember. Oh. It came back to me. We always want to put our best foot forward with the uh, the updates. So when we release a feature, we don't want it to be releasing super buggy. Even though we are an early access game and we could use it. Oh, you know, it's early access. We could use that excuse. We don't want to. <laughs> no one does. We that. really don't. Uh, which is part of why we've waited so long to put cars in. We want to get our vehicle architecture done first. Boats. We want to get the inventory set up like I was talking about. We want to get the net code figured out. 
Uh, we want to get everything ready so that when you do have cars, you get there and it's good. It works. It's solid. And there's still more to be done with vehicles, to be honest. Uh, I'm personally not a huge fan of the fact that they despawn. You can't store them permanently. Me I think either. it'd be great if you can store, a, like, just have your car in your base, and that's yours. That yeah, would I would like that. That's something I want to see. And I think we'll see that eventually. That's a whole... It's a bit of a challenge because you can hoard vehicles, so you have to consider that. You have to consider uh, netcode, too. You have to have enough vehicles for people to use. If you only have 10 cars on the server, they get locked away all the time. Nobody has a car. Why'd you add them in the first place? Right. Right. So, a lot to consider. A lot to do. We're thinking about it. No, that's cool. That makes it figure it out. It makes a lot of sense. And, and I respect a lot of the things you said and, and your honesty and how you guys are approaching it. And I, yeah. I hope it pays off because, yeah. Absolutely. I, I like to see that because there's a, there's a lot of other games that, uh, don't do it that way and they're constantly mm -hmm. asking for crowdfunding and they're constantly pushing out early access stuff yeah, yeah. i think uh, i think of one specific game that released recently that might be what you're thinking of yeah dead but, matters a scam i'll call that one out that thing yep. there it is. <laughs> joke. There it is. you don't have to say anything i'll do it more i'll do it <laughs> thank you <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's all i have for you guys cool Ooh. well i appreciate your time thanks so much for, for popping in and um yeah, I'm excited to check this mm -hmm. stuff out and see where it's at because I, I really like I really like the foundation that the game is right now. Excited to see you guys build onto it. For sure. Yeah, thank you for having me on. This has been fun. I talk about Dead Side for hours, so this, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. We'll have to do it again I'm when you get you back on. Uh, yeah, win cars. You have to come back on. For real. Win cars. Yeah. <laughs> sure, we'll have a lot to talk about then. All right. Heck yeah, man. All right, guys, uh, Blue and I are going to be back. We're take like a really short break and we'll hit the rest of the topics. We're going to talk about uh, Division 3 uh, boundary on console and some other things. Uh, and we will be back shortly. And we're, we're back. back. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Shh. Ah, damn it. I had Dang one it. chance and I missed it. No, no. It was the programming team. Programming team. It's not us. Not us. Production team. We're hiring because he's about to get <laughs> fired again. Again, <laughs> I, suck. I suck. All right, no one's edited that part out. I doubt it. Uh, what it, <laughs> what have you been playing, man? I didn't even talk to you at the beginning. We had, we had loaf. Uh, well, we had a guess, it's different, you know, it's different. Absolutely. It was cool that I will say, I really, I want to say it publicly, I super, super, super appreciate his time. That was really cool to talk to him. And I'm a fan of the game and excited to see where it goes. It looks cool. The it's game. just cool to see early access games doing it right especially when you take like that side road to vostok stuff like that just like that especially because they're like in that same genre the open world survival you know eastern europe shooter i guess you could say you know mm -hmm. yeah it's just because i love i love that that um atmosphere stalker stuff like that so it's just so cool to see that they're doing it right yeah uh, there was there were so many times he said stuff that like i really respected and appreciated like when we release stuff, we want to make sure it's done. Like we want to make sure it works, and we don't want to play the early access card all the time. Like, like even though they could, they're not going to, which is right. really uh, it's it's on the good on a good shoulder. And it and it makes sense what they're doing with holding off on crazy marketing until they're more finished and more to their vision. And I, I like to hear that kind Working of thing. in silence. I like that a lot. I respect it, and I wish them well. For sure. 
Do you want to talk about Division Three? Hell yeah, I want to talk about Division Three. I think, not to burst your bubble, but to burst your bubble. It's way too early to talk about it, but let's do it anyway. Isn't it? Isn't it like crazy early? It's okay. It definitely is, but because of uh, Heartland next year, I think we can talk about more just like what do you expect the division three to be yeah because if if heartland's any good indication i like i'm not saying it's gonna be a, a hardcore shooter it's not gonna have bullet sponges i know um people on twitter i know like specifically uh deep and tacty are talking about it just like once i got announced and stuff like that and uh buzz um Light beer as well too. I know he's a big division um, content creator, and a lot of people are just looking forward to the, the day the division doesn't have bullet sponge enemies, because I think that's when its true potential will come out. Because mm. you kind of have that in Heartland already. Yeah, where they're not super spongy, you still got to shoot them a few times, and depending on the type of gear you have. If it's too low tier, you're not going to be able to do much to the higher tier guys. But if you have the higher tier weapons, it's almost you're on the same playing field, which it should have been like that since the start in every division. But, you know, metas come through and different sets of armor and guns and stuff like that and skids. But I I mean, now people are saying that it's going to be also set in New York again, which I don't know how I feel about that. I really think it should be, it could be, I mean, they had DC for Division 2, and then, you know, then they also, as a DLC, went back to New York in, in the Division 2. So to make the Division 3 in New York again, unless you're continuing the story, possibly. I don't I know think, if you have any locations. No, I think they should keep moving west, like do a west coast now. Like they've done Washington, and they've done DC, and they've done... New York, right? And now they're moving to the Midwest. I think they should keep moving west, and I think people would like to see an LA one. I feel like it would be like another West Coast change. would be sick, yeah. Or like uh, Marquez said, Las Vegas that would be sick. Vegas would ask. I I I change. I go Vegas. That's Vegas. Vegas yeah, would be that'd, sick. That'd be sweet. Um, yeah, you can make so many cool visuals with the strip and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. But it's just cool that they went out and confirmed it anyways. Cause yeah, and the reason people were asking about that. Yeah, and the reason that it's a thing is because uh they announced it like a new game. Uh what is he? I got it. Flashbang. Uh executive producer for the division brand. Uh Julian Giraidi is returning to the brand. Uh he helped Usher into the world. He's been appointed executive producer for the division brand. He will make the move once Star Wars Outlaws, the game he's currently overseeing as creative director, has shipped. So he's working on Star Wars Outlaws. That's like the Ubisoft, like, M- not an MMO, is it? Is it a, like it's just world Star Wars. It's almost open world RPG. Almost. It feels like uh, people are comparing Star Wars Outlaws to like uh, the Red Dead Redemption of Star Wars, pretty much. Right. Okay. And he was so he was on the division, the original division, as associate creative director. So he's like the second in command on the original division. So now he's returning to, and this is like super official um, on the Ubisoft uh, news page. Uh, he and his team crafted a new venture. Sometimes streets want to see. Now he's setting his sights 
on Tom Clancy's The Division Three, as as well as a plethora of other projects set in the Division universe. So I mean, even talking about other stuff, um, they go on to say mobile game, Division Resurgence, and survival action shooter, The Division Heartland. So was the Division Heartland like not necessarily a mainline division title? Like the spinoff. Thing? It's a spinoff. Yeah, it's almost like uh, I'm trying to think. It's like a it's like a Rainbow Six uh, Extraction, almost where it's like that type of like it's it's still Rainbow Six, but it's not Rainbow Six. So for the people who are like worried that the, the like the Heartland is a survival shooter and it's not like the original divisions, you know, purely. There'll probably be a return to form here with this one. So, you know, the which is kind of upsetting for me because again, I feel like they could take a lot of cues from Heartland, especially the slower paced, um, you know, open world, checking out the city and stuff like that, which you can do a little bit. And especially with the first division, and I remember playing it recently now, and I added some mods as well, too. But the atmosphere, the snow, the snowstorms that come through, the lighting. I think, in my opinion, maybe because of the time of the year, it's Christmas and stuff like that, but I think it looks better than Division 2. Especially when the Survival DLC came out, and if they take and if they take cues from that, oh, man, perfect game. Not perfect, but definitely a great... It's going to be a great game if they... Because I think the, that DLC was one... I think a little bit slipped on, because... It sucks that it, it it basically made the game what it should have been, but you had to pay for it on on top of the base game price. So it kind of sucks when it came to that. I know it's probably on sale now, but yeah. I mean, I if the try. guy worked on the Division One, I feel like it would be he's a good fit to return back into the Division franchise. I need to try the Division Two, but this this should get like OG fans really excited. I feel like. The, the division two has been supported like up into this day, right? They're still doing updates. Yeah, they're still doing stuff. Crazy. I would definitely roll with you because there's definitely a lot to learn. But I would say too, with the when it comes to the division two, even in the, the first division, their early levels, in my opinion, are the better experience. Is the better experience when it's like the early levels when enemies are still one hit you know one shot you're not you don't have that many meds you don't know the game too much so you're still like you're moving cover to cover whereas once you get to the higher tier levels especially with the pvp aspect i mean you 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 can basically make a build where you could just get shot a million times and just re reheal yourself or rearmor yourself and it's just like if if not if you did no work whatsoever so the early levels are probably the best time to play Nice. And the campaign and the storyline, that's what I'm actually, I like the storyline of the Division series. Um, the too. whole, you know, green virus and stuff like that. So I'm really curious COVID. what, co- <laughs> if, can't they, say that. Or if they add something, the coof. Can't say that. If they Can't say that. If YouTube's going to demonetize this now, great. Yeah, yeah, we're um, good. Who cares? Uh, I, I'm curious what that'll be, just like in general of what that, uh, if it's because and then you also have like the rogue agents and stuff like that too and that whole spiel and that storyline so it's it can kind of just really go anywhere and if they do end up back in new york which i hope not it will probably most likely follow um warlords of new york dlc probably something along those lines so which was the dlc for uh division two Man, I gotta figure this. I gotta get. I gotta re-download the division too when I'm done messing around in Starfield. 
Um, cool. So if you if you read into this far further than you should, which is something that I like to do, um, this would also lead you to believe that the Star Wars Outlaws game is pretty much probably complete, huh? Because he if he's already talking about what's next for him, um, you would think that it's probably pretty much out the door. I mean, he's overseeing all games and products, so that's a big. Um, this guy's the real deal. Of Ubisoft, yeah. What's a Julian? I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I kind of want to call him Get Righty, but that's not it. Get Get Right. Get yeah. Right. <laughs> get Right. <laughs> uh, get Get Righty. Get Get Righty. Someone's gonna correct us in the comments. Let's just call him Julian. Um, Gar Garrity. Oh, Garrity. 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 Julian Garrity. That. Thank you. Man, you guys are great. Garethy? Garity. All right. Garity. Thank you. No disrespect. Shout out. Shout out, Gar 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 Julian. Butchering his name at the end. Just shout raping out. it up. Just shout out, dude. We love you. What <laughs> but no, it's that's cool to see. And I mean, that would get, like, like I said, the, the people that played the beta of the Division Heartland and didn't like the directions it was going should be able to rest easy knowing that another mainline division three titles coming from the same person who oversaw a lot of the original one. I think people thought heartland was the next iteration of the division series and people were upset about that. So yeah. Cause then he only, all he had was resurgence, which was the mobile port and then heartland. So. And I, I just like now want to put money on when it's going to come out. Uh, phew, Jesus. Um, <laughs> 2027. Maybe, right? I I could say twenty twenty late twenty twenty five holiday twenty twenty five. That's ambitious. Is that ambitious? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Because yeah, you have Heartland and the Resurgence. Okay, I would say it's either holiday twenty twenty six or early twenty twenty seven. I would go with that. I would I would sign off on that. Uh, Rain. Yeah, we uh we're awesome journalists. That's why we know how to pronounce yeah. everyone's name. Shout out <laughs> Julian Girithy. I'm gonna say get right. <laughs> get right. Oh, it's hard not That's to say that. Hey, why don't you change your there name? You're welcome. Change it to get righty, and then you're gonna get righty on the division franchise, and everyone's excited. But I do like to see from like an overall like bird's eye view of everything, it's cool to see franchises getting this kind of support because they're supporting the shit out of two, and then I feel like Heartland's gonna hit, and Heartland will be probably supported. They'll 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 be adding a lot of content story wise to that extraction shooter up until Division Three. So I mean, if you're a Division fan, I feel like you're gonna be eating good for a while, huh? Wouldn't you think? Yeah, take it that way. One hundred percent. So, yeah, I don't know what kind of gameplay changes they would make. I don't. I mean, I'm sure things are. It's that one's too early to tell. Super early. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if there'll be any kind of fad or anything like the extraction shooter thing hit. So that's kind of what Heartland is. I wonder if there'll be some kind of new weird. What if they make Division the 3 a BR? Maybe the black uh, zone. What's it called again? Dark zone um, will be um, different than your older dark zones. So the dark zone. We'll see. The dark zone. Nice. No. 
That's about it. So it has potential. We'll keep our eye on it. And we'll keep an eye on it. <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. Now, the next the next topic was more, I feel like, more of a quick shot. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think it, it wasn't it a huge topic. But it is. We're quick shot. We're going to do a thing I still am. I'll even quick give you one of those. Quick shot! Woo! Uh, Boundary. You guys remember that game that kind of nope. just went off the radar for a bit for a lot of people, which completely understandable. Um, it's made by, uh, oh God, I, again, great research team here, guys. Don't worry about us. Um, we know exactly what we're doing because we're professionals at this. But I remember, cause I remember playing the, the beta and I thought it was a really cool aspect. It's basically an FPS in space, but it's like, a proper space FPS where you have a full 360 degree of motion. You can fight upside down, not knowing you're upside down. You know, there's the whole pack that you have that basically allows you to move the gunshots. The guns themselves are like really made for space. There's no laser guns as well too. It's not like a futuristic, not too futuristic. I should say there's like a space AK space, AR space shotgun. Space Mosin, literally, they just took a Mosin, painted it white, and go, here you go, put it in space. Um, but the cool part is, and I knew it was coming to console, but the fact that it finally got announced that it's being uh, built or being ported over to PlayStation 5. Um, so for console players who are looking for a new um, FPS game to get into, Boundary is gonna, probably going to be your next game you want to check out. I would definitely keep an eye on it. When it comes out, um, currently it is now twenty four ninety nine. Um, the sad part is, it it is sitting at mostly negative reviews on Steam, but I think the player base, because it's only on PC, is dead. So basically, you can't get. So it, I hate that people give it a bad review. They say, and most of the reviews you can go look at it right now, like, oh, the game's great, but the player base is dead, so it's a bad game. That's that's kind of unfair to say about a game. Yeah. And especially because it's not, again, servers work. The gameplay mechanics work. There's not too many bugs. It's just no player base. So I think console will help revitalize it. Um, I'm curious if it's still going to be $24.99. I think they could, they could lower it because of the content lack of content it's kind of just your basic you have your one life modes you know you got your like i think you have snd if i remember correctly you have something along those lines so search in the space i believe so i think there is a one life mode but you also have your standard tdm and free for all and stuff like that so but you have your objective game mode i remember correctly so yeah again just gotta wait until console comes out which they did say possibly um they of course they did say that they've been quiet lately so they kind of went radio silent and of course i was i I literally was looking up the the publisher yeah huya games is the developer skystone games is the publisher uh sorry studio developer studio surgical scalpels sorry publisher skystone games who you journalists so trust us well well, people say that see who you games they go oh it's just a chinese game like That's racist. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. People uh, people have com- legit complained. It's like, oh, it's you see all these skins in the game. It's just all they just want to sell you skins. 
You know, that's the whole point. It's like, well, there's actually a good game underneath it. You don't have to buy the skins. Dude, I hated the game, man. Oh, Boundary? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just... It's... Well, you... I know you didn't like the whole... Um, I think it's because I'm old. I just... I, think, I could not... I, think people, I, I didn't get know, enough we'll time, see. probably. I probably didn't get enough time. I just... The, the 360 enemies could be anywhere kind of thing. I could not figure out game flow. And one of my favorite things about FPS games is like trying to predict the what the enemy is going to do and the flow of the map and like use positioning and shit like that. I think, and to I, be honest, there are, there are, there were lanes. I think you needed to give it just a little bit more time because there was definitely some, I put a good amount of time. Um, And there were, because they would be, and, and not lanes because the map was designed that way, only because there was cover in those areas. And, and then, you can kind of see into where the bomb would be or stuff like that, or the capture point would be. So, yeah, I just, man, I couldn't, I couldn't get the flow of combat. Open. down. It's more open. I get it. No, I think it. it's not, it's not meant for I, everyone for sure. I think it's, I think it's a little bit weak in the areas that I look for in a shooter. That one. And like also, I, I like I like to be able to like predictable like game flow, and then I also like somewhat. I also like a lot of different maps and a lot of variety. And there's not much you can do in space. It's like it's a bunch of that's shit. true. It's all the same space station. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get which, that. Which also might lead it's to. A, I will say it's not so. That's why I say lower the price because it's not going to be anyone's main game. Hell, it's not even my main game. Like it won't. It won't be ever. But it's a good, just a fun, hey, let me just get a couple rounds in. All right. You know, move on to the next update, whatever it is, stuff like that. It's just, you know, good to kind of come back to and pick up every now and then. It's not, that's why it's, I think, $24.99, maybe even lower to like 20 bucks, $19.99. I think that'd be decent. But I don't know. The fact that people are just saying bad game because dead, like. No, that that's not cool. I, yeah. I, to be fair, I do really, really appreciate him doing something different. It's very rare to see something that radically different in the shooter space. Even if I didn't enjoy it, I respect that fact a lot. And maybe the fact that, that it is all like different shaped space stations in like the same space area, my brain couldn't wrap around that it is different. And that's why I had a hard time learning the maps and the areas and stuff. <laughs> I'm not sure. It might be, it could totally be my fault, but like I appreciate what they did. But to see it come to console in a, a place that needs a lot more different kinds of shooters is really good to see and i, I hope it works and out. it's a pretty fast time to kill too as well but so it's not it's not super fast but if you get those headshots you're pretty you know like three shots and they're dead you know but if you get the body shots or if you shoot them from behind like their their pack actually takes some of the damage before you start hitting them as well too so there's like a, there's like a little bit of an armor system in that game are you ready are you ready for my controversial and potentially very professional and cool segue to the next what shot <laughs> i worry that a lot of people won't play it on console because there's really only one shooter that people play on console and that's call of duty because it has really strong aim assist and it doesn't let people play other games okay so that's controversial but i want to no. talk about this clip i'm sure. a mouse player i have to talk about this clip and again, what are you talking about? Yeah. And, yep. and again, just like uh the <laughs> drop shot boys said, if you're a controller player and you use aim assist, this has like nothing against you. You have it, use it, it's in the game. 
But this is so funny, and it illustrates what I said. And I, I wanted to talk about it on this show because I take it much deeper than a lot of people are saying. So what it is is a clip uh, by Cuny ninety, Connie ninety. I don't know. Uh, on Coon. Con. X, Coon or Co one ninety. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ninety over on X. Um, yesterday there was a Black Ops Two tournament, and the best COD players had difficulty with target because aim assist was so weak. And you see it, so they had a bunch of Call of Duty professionals do a throwback tournament on Black Ops Two, and they couldn't hit anything because they were trying to AD strafe and just let the aim assist take over. Um, mm-hmm. which in the newer games, I've plugged in my controller to feel it, and you literally can strafe and barely touch the right stick, and it will lock on people as long as you use the strafe. Now. This has, I'm not talking about skill. I'm not talking about if you use this, like you don't have skill. There are ways to use this and get really good with it. And you can be better than other people with this. However, what I think this does and why one of the reasons I worry about games like Boundary is when Call of Duty players even go to play older ones, people play Call of Duty on console. It's the biggest shooter, obviously. And when they go to play other games, it's very frustrating because Call of Duty is so unique with how the aim assist works and it makes people not want to play any other games. I have really good friends that are controller players that won't play any other game with me that don't play any other games. And when Call of Duty's not fun, like they just don't play. And I, I think it's a way like I don't even I know if them. it's I don't even know if it's planned or not, but monetarily and marketing wise, this works out so good for Call of Duty because there are a huge number of people that will only play Call of Duty and won't play anything else. And I think sometimes it's because people try other games and they're used to aim assist and they don't like it. I think that's a big factor as much as people probably don't want to admit. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not even the, the whole, yeah, they, when they switch games and there's not that strong of an aim assist, they go, mm, this game, I just can't get over that hurdle. And it feels different or weird. And I'm, I really am not attacking anybody's skill because it's not like, it's just in the game. Like it, it's in the game and it's how the game works and you can get good with it and with those mechanics. But like seeing this, seeing like some of the best call of duty players in the world, just play an older one that has weaker aim assist and not be able to hit anything and struggle so much. It's like crazy, man. It was crazy. So and like, and I don't, and again, I don't really, I haven't played call of duty on a controller since black ops two. So I don't remember too much about the aim assistant and I haven't played it on the new call duties to really, you know, feel a difference. So it's like, I don't remember. I mean, cause I was, I'll be honest. I was like, for some reason on controller back in the day, I was popping off. I would always get positive KDs. I don't know. Just, just the way it was, but I guess, um, also cause I was, you know, I had time back then. Um, <laughs> It's just looking at it. I guess they're so used to the movement and the new Call of Duties that when they try to uh, uh, apply that here. Yeah. And what, what people were me, saying, like, like their counter arguments were, well, it's a different engine. It's only 60 FOV. The aim assist just feels different. It's not weaker or whatever. And I was like, I don't, I'm not even like coming at it from that angle. What I'm coming at it from is Call of Duty is like so unique in how strong the aim assist is it makes people not play any other game because they're so used to it. It's not like a mouse where like a mouse is just raw mouse input. It aims yeah. where you go. So I play a lot of different games and I'm okay at them. 
but like I don't know. And I used aim assist a lot when I when I played this with Con. But you gotta change your you know you change your settings and your sensitivities per different game. Yeah, yeah I make a match. Yeah, I make a match. So I actually have I actually have pieces of tape on my desk that I use I to know. mark out my three sixty distance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I and I know and what Frosty's saying in chat, the re there's a like I'm just I know people would think this that uh, like I'm attacking controller players and thinking they're ass because the game aims for them. I only say that when I'm getting destroyed in search, like and I'm maybe drunk. I don't mean it. Um what I'm just trying to say, and I know the reason it's there. The reason it's there is because there's crossplay and they have to make a controller be able to compete with a mouse and keyboard. But I think just it's a little bit too far. Like it's a little bit it too is. far. So and I, I would, you saw the op you saw the opposite when uh Halo Infinite came out originally. Yeah. And they it was it was or was it Halo Infinite or Halo Five? It might have been it the Master been, Chief Collection. Or Master, Master Chief Collection. That's what it was. I think that what. game was built for controller. And then you put mouse players into it, and they and 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 then you really saw the um, the advantages that controllers players. Oh yeah, you, you have players to. could not keep up. Yeah, you have to have some kind of aim assist. You have to because I mean, there's nobody plays a controller on Rainbow Six Siege on PC because there's no aim assist, and you'll just get throttled by mouse players. Like I, yeah. I fully understand and see the reasoning behind it. I. I just thought this was eye-opening that even the the craziest and best players in the world on Call of Duty like rely on the aim assist so much and and cheese it so much and that just got me to think it's like how many people do that how many people rely on it and then it it just it makes it to where they don't want to play any other games and there's so many other games out there to check out and a lot of people just play Call of Duty and that's that comes from some of those stats we saw in the in the Microsoft lawsuit like there's a staggering mm-hmm. amount of people mm-hmm. that only play Call of Duty and there's like so many other cool games out there for shooters. So that's all I had. I just wanted to talk about it. I knew it would be controversial. No, no, people, would, people would get fired up. Yeah. I look forward to your comments. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, as far as next week, I think I'll be, I think I'll be around. I should, I should be here Monday. Actually, later in this week, I'm going on a hunt. In a wild hog hunt in Oklahoma. Ooh. I hate it. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. In Oklahoma, I think I'm gonna take the the SOCOM, and then um, I think next Tuesday or Monday will I'll be here. Uh, there's a chance I want to set something up. I guess we can talk about it on here. I really want to set something up. Yeah. Go last for year, go for last year for a uh, a Call of Duty Next Special Edition podcast on the fifth. So during the Thursday, the fifth. The Call of Duty Next goes on like early in the afternoon, like over the noon hour kind of. And and what we did last year was um, right after that was over at our kind of our normal time, we went live and people really liked that. Like we just like kind of like immediate reaction to everything. Like going everyone on. has something to say. Yeah. And they want to. Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a whole lot to react to. Um, So that might be something we do if we I. The only thing is my niece uh might be bored. I might have a new niece that I have to go visit and I would miss it. Um and I'm not sure of that, but I'd like to I'd like to work that work that out. And potentially maybe the return of uh 
potentially the return of a of a former co-host. Well, maybe. That's it. That's all we're saying. Bye. Okay. Have a great week. We love you all. We'll see you Monday. We'll see you Monday for sure. And uh, next next Monday, we'll we'll give you guys a definite answer on uh, on Thursday because I'd like to pull that together. Oh oh, uh, yeah. Marquez talks about X Defiant. Yeah, I'm I'm still excited for it. It's going to be a ways off, and I think that's fine. I'm a little bit bummed on the timing because it's going to butt it up right against Modern Warfare Three. I think they should wait until next summer, which sucks, but it would be the best for them. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm ready. We'll talk more about that for sure as we get closer. We might have an X Defiant. We should have talked about X Defiant because because of the delay and stuff. But we can talk about it next week a little bit more. But we'll keep it. Maybe we'll get some more news in between that. Hopefully. So, all right, guys. See you Monday probably, for sure. Probably not. Potentially Thursday. I really hope so because that episode was really fun last year. Um, I'm down to do that for sure. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. I want to pull it together. So hopefully my niece stays. Days just a little blows it down. Okay. Just wait and then come <laughs> out. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you next week. I love you all. Bye.